Hello, welcome back to the Untitled SEO podcast. Now, this is predominantly an SEO related podcast, but I also like to speak to other people in digital marketing who have an interesting angle or an interesting experience or who are just interesting. And then I'll invite them on without any particular goal. So don't switch off yet, because um, despite the fact I told you this episode doesn't have a direct goal, I think it's quite important just to have conversations with people rather than just try and like run face first at, at a destination and, a, and and an end point. So to that end, my honoured guest, would you care to introduce yourself, please? Of course. Um, I, uh, I'm Nicola Telford. I'm the founder of the Impact Marketing Club, um, amongst other things at the moment. Um, we're a community of marketers, in-house marketers, agency marketers, and freelance marketers, uh, all looking to explore impact and how that fits into our work because there's often conflicts in uh, marketing and doing good um, so we're coming together in a forum we're also got events and clinics and different ways that we we come together um, and yeah the goal is to transform marketing for good so thanks for having me uh, you're welcome um, I'm a part of impact marketing but before we kind of go into more into the goals of what impact marketing is about can you tell us a little bit about your history? I mean, how, how did you find yourself in the marketing world? And I only say find yourself because I never meet many people who intended to get into marketing. No, um, no actually, and I don't know if you know about this about me, but um, so when I, I finished uni and I went into an HR grad scheme, actually, and then for a couple of years, I tried to be a lawyer. That didn't work either. Um, and But in all of those roles, I ended up... Um, more in the like communication space or in business development or in an area of of uh, the business like i was just gravitating towards um external comms or or something like that so actually ended up getting headhunted by one of our clients in a law firm that i was working at um to basically start their marketing division i had absolutely no idea what i was doing um and i did that for a couple of years uh whilst trying to sort of work out whether this was the right thing for me and then spun out from there. I was doing some freelance work on the side and then started a marketing agency when I was about 24. Um, so, yeah, so my I, I fell into it um, and then ran the marketing agency for a number of years. It got a bit wiped out by COVID um, because we were we were specifically in the leisure and attractions, family attractions space. And then um, I was also having a bit of a like, we need to do something good here. Like this isn't quite fitting with how I want to like show up in the world. And um, founded a startup called Views for Change, which still exists, but is not a major focus of mine at the moment because the club has taken on a life of its own. So a bit of a squiggly wiggly road there. Um, and actually in my day-to-day -day job, marketing is a huge part of it, but it's not, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a, pure generalist in in a lot of senses i do pretty much everything you can imagine um so but marketing is the sort of angle for everything and i think with a marketing brain so um yeah it's kind of my life now there's certain things that you mentioned there that i find quite a lot of people who have been in marketing for a long time have in common and one of them is starting their own company quite young now i i'm always interested to find out why people or you know what the motivation behind doing this is i mean my motivation was that i wanted to actually i wanted to tour more with the band i was thinking you can't have a job mm. and play 
crappy band and play to no one in Wolverhampton on the Tuesday. Uh, it doesn't work. So, so twenty. What, what was the motivation? What what was it that you wanted to change in in your life or in the world? Even was it that grand, or was it just something? Tell, tell, tell well, me a bit more about that. Yeah, I mean, I actually remember. Um, I remember sitting at my desk when I was at, in a job, and I, I, I'm not the sort of person that particularly works well with like bureaucracy and structure in in the sort of traditional sense, and like. Well, honestly, I don't really work that well with authority, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I just like I like to challenge things. Um, and I, I felt like I was wrestling quite a lot with like, you know, constraints in different ways in, in the job that I was doing. And and I think with marketing, especially like you've got to be creative and and you've got to have the space to be creative and you've got to create those spaces as well so um if you're if you're sort of in a job that that doesn't allow for that then then i think it's probably quite common that people will try and work out how they can do that um in in other sort of formats so um but i also always like i mean it was always the sort of thing that i wanted to do when i was younger to like run my own business that was a thing that and then this sort of was a way to do that i didn't think it was going to be this that format um but uh yeah it just sort of fell into place. I did some freelance. I got enough freelance work that I couldn't actually handle it and then brought in someone and brought in another person and brought in another person and it sort of just grew from there. Um, and and also, I have more flexibility. Like, I, I was talking to someone about this the other day. I actually have no idea how people do, like, a a job that's um, not flexible. <laughs> like, like, if I have a day when things just aren't going that well, I'll be like, right, I'm going for a swim or I'm going to yoga, or I'm going out and go for a walk or something. You don't necessarily always have that flexibility in a, in a job. So, um, so now that like now looking back on it, I think there was probably a lot of that sort of wrestling as well. Like I needed the space to be able to like work in my best way as well. But, but it wasn't a, a huge decision. I mean, the, the, the people, um, without giving away my age, I'm, I'm, closer to retirement than than you are by some margin i imagine <laughs> and the experience of my my people my age group is that they start a business either to escape from something they hate mm-hmm. or to create something that they want to love mm-hmm. and i'm quite interested that your sounds like your agency developed quite organically i mean, I mean getting too much work is is the classic way of, of building a good agency would, would that be a fair thing to say yeah, we did. Yeah, it was accidental. But um, and in, like on your point of like the whether it's to get away from something you hate or to, to, to create something you want to love, like it was probably a mixture of both of those things, but without it really realizing it at the time. And I think um, and I mean, maybe I was just restless at a really young, young age, but um, it also it actually didn't become either of those things really because like ironically you end up um not that i hated it but like because because it was an organic sort of organism that was growing without me really putting much thought into what it was going to be and what it was going to look like it ended up being a thing that i kind of (laughs) hated and also um wasn't doing the things that i wanted it to do to make it something that i could love um so so I think, and I, I, I would be interested to know whether other people f- feel like that actually when they when they set out. And it and it, 
especially when it's an accidental thing, because I think these things can sprawl before you've even um, had a chance to look up and realize what what's working and what's not. Um, so yeah, it was yeah, it was completely sort of accidental. And now actually, interestingly, that I look at how we're growing, how we're trying to grow views for change, we were trying to grow views for change and how we're growing the club and stuff. And like, it doesn't work quite the same. The business model is different, obviously, but it's also quite interesting. That's like, why, why was it so easy before to just like accidentally grow without even realizing that we were doing it? And I think we were kind of just sort of a little bit blind to, to how much we were doing. Um, but when you're more intentional, it actually becomes sometimes more difficult. It, it does because you, you decide that a lot more of the things that you don't want to do. Exactly. So when I started, the, the joke was that you just bought keyboards, prodded at it, and money fell out. I mean, digital marketing, the early 2000s, that was pretty much the truth. You know, it was, <laughs> wow, if, if, you, if you knew how a computer worked, you, you were kind of immediately elevated above sometimes your clients. Mm. But it, it's, it, it is a tale I've heard before from people who have worked in agencies and either significantly changed the direction of their agency or come right out and gone back to freelancing. And I think it's a bit like people who really want to be famous. You quite often hear from them when they've become famous that, hey, this doesn't feel the way I thought it would, or it doesn't look the way I thought it would. And I think starting an agency for freedom is, well, there is a very rude analogy that I'm not going to say, but it's, <laughs> I can't even think of a way to sanitize it, but starting an agency for freedom is is not necessarily the result you're going no, to get it's not the first time. The first time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, we, I like, I did way more work once I'd started my own business than when I ever did one in, like, whatever I did in a job. Because then, like, the, it can creep into your life in every way. And actually, like, I've only recently started reflecting on how much I actually sacrificed in my life to do that without even realizing I was doing it. I was just not filling up the other cups in my life. It was literally like work is everything and then and then suddenly I woke up one day and was like shit I've forgotten about like you know well obviously I still had friends and things but like putting that time and effort into my friends and relationships and family and like going away or like you know just like how do how do I show up for myself each day I, did, I just was straight to the office like getting as much bashed out as I possibly could getting as much like checks cashed and then I was like until I fell asleep at night. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you, you wake up, jump on the treadmill till it fires you off the back of it. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. My, my experience, I'm, I'm in my second agency in 20 odd years. And yeah, when I started this one, I started things very differently, which brings me to mm. um, when, you, when you decided the agency model wasn't working from you, for you, um, or from you actually, for that matter, what? Mm. How how did you come about developing impact marketing? How did that become a thing? I'm really interested in the process of of whether you looked at what, the things you didn't like or whether you wanted to start something mm. new and figure out where it went. T tell me what your thoughts were. So so this is an interesting question because um, I get like I think there was a lot of thought at the time, but I think on reflection, uh, I'm not sure as it, it was as intentional as we thought, but. Uh, so it was myself and Ozzy who, um, Ozzy still runs the agency. The agency still exists. So we um, we 
sort of parted ways. I did one business, he did, well, we did half and half for a bit, and then we split half uh, to each agency. It's worth noting that um, the agency was like niched in leisure and attractions. So during COVID, it basically got wiped out. So that is sort of quite a big part of like forcing us to make choices about what we were going to do, because it's quite easy to just get like, you know, that hamster wheel piece, we could have just carried on. Um, and we did for a bit, you know, supporting those attractions when we thought that COVID was only going to be like six weeks or something. <laughs> um, but we, but I was already, get, both of us actually were already going through a personal sort of, um, I mean, it sounds so cliche and naff, but like basically like a purpose journey of like, as people, like who, who were we? What did we want to like bring to the world? Like was money what we actually wanted? Um, all of those sorts of questions that were just, they were quite confronting at the time. And um, and it was a weird, like there was a six months period or so where there was, you know, in the universe is kind of just, and again, I sound like it's all a bit airy-fairy, but the universe was kind of like showing up for that type of journey. So like I was meeting interesting people that were talking about like what their purpose was as a as a person and how that then played into their work and um, all this stuff was happening. And I was quite involved or getting quite involved in activism as well. So I was like getting frustrated with my work. So I was flipping to the other side and being like, right, I'm going to go and like, I don't know, glue myself to something, which uh, is another story altogether. But um, but somewhere in the middle, I was like, there's, and I think I see this with some of the people I speak to now in the club and around the club. Um, a lot of people have been through this and they've got this business that's working and it's great, but they don't like all of it. And they think that like they could be doing better. That's kind of the premise of, of what I was feeling. But I can't just do things like I'm going to change who we're working with or I'm going to change how we work or I'm going to change, you know, the how we deliver a service so that it's more impactful or, or I'm going to do that. What I'm going to do is... Um, throw it away and start again. <laughs> um, so uh, I basically, we were working on Views for Change, which was a platform um, that integrated charitable donations and cause donations into ad campaigns. So every time someone clicked on an ad or watched an ad for a certain period of time, part of the ad spend was redirected to a cause that the brand had chosen and the consumer would know that. So from a marketing perspective, there was a an incentive to engage uh, as well as obviously the the core sort of brand message but then from a from an impact perspective there was there was more money going to to good causes as, from brands as a result and um and that was like one of the answers that we thought we had to uh this problem around like the work we're doing isn't having a good a good benefit in the world it's not doing the right things it's, it's we're just making money for people that want to make more money um so so that's kind of how it started. And then and then over the period of time when I was working, we were working on Views for Change, we raised some money to, to deliver that. Um, and I was speaking to so many interesting marketers that they were all looking at this, like, how do we have a positive impact? And we're also in this massive wave of people talking about B Corp and how like how like doing good is good for business. Um, and I actually realized in that process that the, the, 
views for change is a great tool and it's like we'll we'll bring it back to life at some point because there's definitely a market for it but there's a much higher level problem here which is people don't really know what to do around impact especially in a marketing space because it's quite conflicting with like the actual goal of influencing people to buy um people don't really know how to prioritize that people don't know they feel isolated within their roles and how i felt which was like oh i'm just on the hamster wheel how do i do something good with what what already exists so i was like right let's bring this right back up let's start the club which allowed us to just start like talking amongst ourselves about this sort of stuff and asking the stupid questions and like making a bit more of a safe space to to do all that sort of stuff and I kind of wish I'd started that first to be honest um but that's kind of what I was craving at the time other people telling me like we don't have a clue either we're just trying to work it out as well there's sort of two prongs to that if, if you work if you work outside of a very large agency in, in digital marketing or any marketing it's quite an isolating place to be so yeah I think if you couple that with the desire to actually have a positive impact on on the community and the world around you it's a bit of a double whammy really i mean when when you came along and invited me to to have a look at impact marketing club i i my attitude is just yeah whatever <laughs> to be honest, yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't i didn't i didn't think hey this is going to change everything and it wasn't until you invited me into the slack group and i started to see other people talking mm. i realized that just having that conversation can remove a lot of the social change guilt that I think you can have when you're looking for a way to make a positive change. I mean, I'm very much from a kind of from an anarcho-punk background. So the, the people I hang out with, the bands I played in, and everything is, is, is very more focused on that music, if, if anything, and always sort of felt a guilt of, going, yeah, but how am I going to translate that into the fact that I'm helping companies rank better in Google and sell more big machines? Mm. And they, it's sort of like a self-imposed guilt so seeing other people going well how do we do this thing it's like ah i think we might be in the wild west of this still i think this might still be early days and without conversations like this i don't think any of us are gonna are gonna get anywhere so it's okay to admit that we don't actually know what we're doing well i certainly don't anyway exactly i think i think and i think that's the like the critical critical part of like so when i started the club it was like I wasn't really sure what I was doing. I was like, let's just get people to talk. And then I was like, the more I thought about it, firstly, from a personal perspective, I was like, I'm not going to position myself as having the answers here. And no one actually should. There's no authority on this piece. Like, sure, there's people like, uh, I don't know, add net zero or like, you know, the net zero people for carbon. And then you've got the, the there's people that are experienced or have worked on this and they're really great to draw from. But uh, none of us are an authority. So let's just like talk about it because some things aren't relevant to some people. Some things are more relevant to others. Um, and, and I think having the conversation and creating a space to have that conversation is like, I, I actually sort of didn't even realize how important it was going to be until I started having these conversations with people. Um, and I think there's, there's so much to be drawn from from that early stage like we don't know what we're doing and you know we've extended it even further so that people if they are really embarrassed or they can't say this out loud that we've got an anonymous an, an anonymous space that people can use and you know there's there's um 
I just think I just think the conversation is is the catalyst for doing the right thing. And we have marketers in the club who I know are not um they're not, you know, holier than now trying to trying to change the world. Like that's like I know that. And we're not trying to create like an echo chamber of people that all just like, yeah, great, like we're gonna do everything perfectly. Because that's not what this is about. It's about like, how can we make in incremental improvements to the work we're doing and like change our perspective and create an impact mindset so that when we're faced with with like a new project or a new campaign, we're thinking about how we reduce stereotypes in marketing. We're thinking about, is this the most carbon efficient way to, to deliver this message? Are we actually meeting customer values and needs rather than um, just selling to people because we want to make money? you know all of those sorts of questions and it's a vast array of them like that's what like if if I can change a couple of people's mindsets in terms of like how they approach things then like I, I mean I'm happy I yeah the, the time is now it, it the time has, has come for this um mm. you know, we're, we're well past assuming anyone who's interested in in the space around them and i'm specifically saying that because in, in my mind it's not just the physical environment it's, it's the communities and, and people and, and humans and it's fairly holistic really and i don't think anyone can now deny that this is the time we need to start figuring it out absolutely Agreed. so what what's a good way for, for people to get involved with impact marketing well, so actually, you've caught me at a good time, but I feel like I don't know what people might listen to this at different times. But um, right now, as in 21st of February, um, we 2023, will be, just to be clear. Yeah, sorry, 2023. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the next two months or so, I'm going to be announcing like, basically, I've been doing loads and loads of member interviews over the last since New Year. And um I'm going to be announcing a whole host of new formats that we're going to have uh, in terms of how people can get involved. We're also going to be announcing um, local chapters. So, so to encourage face-to-face -face interaction as well, we're going to have chapters in various cities or localities that um, different members will be sort of championing. Um, and... I mean, the core of what we started with was our Slack channel, and that will always be the the, the core of it, um, because I think that's where, you know, it's easiest for people to just like dump a quick question or, or do this here. Um, but and also can connect directly with each other. But we also do we are doing meetups. We have hot seats where brands sit in a hot seat with um, with a particular challenge that they've got and then people jump on a call and uh, support them in, in untangling their problem. Um, and yeah, basically there's loads of stuff. I'm also starting, and I would, I'm, this is probably a bad time to ask for your feedback and sorry, I'm about to swear, but I'm also starting a new format, which will start in London, but we will move broader from there called the Fuck Up Supper Club. Um, and it's going to be- <laughs> What brilliant name. <laughs> is going to be a dinner part like basically a dinner party um and it will be we'll invite someone in to basically talk about the things that they've fucked up on their impact journey uh to to really start that like people feeling safe to say we haven't got this all right and we're not going to get this all right and I'd rather share that and, and learn from it 
Um, and then obviously to spur on conversation for other people at the dinner to like share their fuck ups and stuff. And then we'll learn, we'll learn from each other in, in that regard. So, um, yeah, come along, please. Would love, would love for you to be there. That sounds absolutely great. I think what we'll have to do is, is get you back in a few months when all these things are launched to, to kind of tell us a bit more. Yeah. We love that. Um, it, in the meantime, I really appreciate this conversation, um, Nicola. It's been it's been really interesting, and I look forward to well, seeing how Impact Marketing Club develops. Well, thanks for being a part of it, and thanks for having me on your podcast. And um, yeah, love what you're doing as well. And it's really great to to be able to talk about this with your community. So I appreciate it. Very very kind of you. Um, we'll put the links in the show notes. But for anyone listening to this while they're driving or or walking to work. Go to impactmarketingclub.com. That's really simple. That's really rememberable. Impactmarketingclub.com. That's brilliant. Okay, I'm going to say goodbye, Nicola. Do you want to say goodbye? Yes, thank you so much. Goodbye.